This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. With Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app for that. And uh, look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, let's see here. A couple things <clears throat> with regard to the, uh, to the old calendar. Chuck, I'm 52 and I have to have a computerized calendar so my assistant can upload things to it or see if I'm available. However... I still make a paper checklist for every day because I get great satisfaction drawing a line through each task I complete. That from Lindale Jeff. Yes, I'm I'm of the same deal. I like, I like. That's the satisfaction I get that I can check something off my list. I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. I I take the satisfaction um, in drawing a line through something I've done too. But that being said, I I'm not one that makes a ton of lists. Okay to cross off but when i do i like it okay <laughs> which means i probably should do it more yeah right <laughs> means maybe we don't have enough tests for you there there may or may not be someone in this building that makes a list and puts things they've already done on the list mm-hmm. so that they can cross them off as they write their list oh they're, they're not the only people that do that oh is that you no you ever oh. seen me make a list <laughs> ever I, I, i'm not monitoring your work sir i'm not a list maker <laughs> okay <laughs> it, it may or may not have gotten me in trouble from time to time when a list might have helped me. Yeah. I am not a list maker. It's, that, that sounded rather dismissive uh, t- towards someone in this building. There is, th- th- I laugh at this particular person when he does this. Yes. <laughs> Making a list of things you need to do, haven't done yet, no issue. Putting a list together of things that you've already finished so that you can cross them off. I, I laugh at that. Okay. All right. Like, yeah. I'm already awake this morning. Wake up. Cross off the list. <laughs> Look. Put on pants. Cross the list. Wow. We got, we got Shirley Jeff this morning. All right. I have an, I have an admission to make, and, now, and, and I'm curious as to uh, you guys' thoughts on this. And it probably doesn't completely speak well for me, but I'm, I'm willing to make this admission. If you would have asked me a week ago where the college football national championship game was going to be held, I would have guessed a lot of cities other than Houston before I got to Houston. I didn't know it was in Houston until they said it in one of the semifinal games last yeah. week. Yeah, and that, and I and I guess I guess that well, I don't guess. I mean, that really surprised me. It's like Houston. Because not that I have anything wrong with Houston or anything like that. And I mean I'm sure energy is fine and all that kind of stuff. But I really kind of thought that we were kind of saving the national championship games for one of those traditional college football venues. And I, I don't necessarily think of NRG or even Houston as a college football town. Fair. And, you know, and, and I'm, I'm guessing they want to bid. Um, sure. You know, and, and, and good for them for, for doing that. But... You know, it's it's just not. I was in Houston this past weekend with the Lady Raiders, and we generally generally we're, we stay pretty close to the arena when we go and to to a city. And I mean, as everybody knows, Houston is a 
huge city. I just have never been a big fan of Houston. And um, the traffic, even on Saturday morning, um, was just more than what my patients really wanted to deal with. But I, I was a... <laughs> I was a patient writer. <laughs> I, was say, I mean, the traffic on the Marsh is sharp at 5.30 on a Tuesday morning mm-hmm. is too much for you. Sometimes, so it's yeah. probably not. I know, it's just, it's not that I can, it's not that I can't drive and travel. It's just, again, it's, it's, and again, it's another fault of mine, the, the patience. Um, and just, you know, hey, you might have to wait through more than one red light here. But, I don't know, just, it, it's, it's unlike Dallas. I mean, Dallas, we're kind of used to a lot of big games there. They, they've had a habit of having, you know, um, games in September, non-conference games, games involving whether it's Alabama or other schools like that, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Texas, whatever. Um, that we've, we've become accustomed to that. And, and obviously Dallas has the, the rich history of the Cotton Bowl, and but we've you know. we've also become accustomed to Houston playing host to big events, right? Yeah, they yeah, Super yeah. Bowls and Final sure. Fours, and sure, and all that, and sure. and they may not be a and I and I agree with your point. They're not like a big college football town, but I I, I mean, the fans from those two schools are going to flock there to go watch the game, and it's going to become a college football town for a couple of days. I get, yeah, you're, you're you're with their fans that are there to sure. watch it. You're you're right. It's just it just won't. I don't know. It just feels like it should be in a city that can be kind of more spotlight on on that. I just feel like it's going to get lost in the shuffle. What's going to get lost? Just the whole like the atmosphere, the the national championship kind of flavor, the whole you know you know just I don't know the the pomp and circumstance, the pageantry of it, the whole. The whole lead up to the game, and then the game itself, and then the the post game spillage that takes place after that. Just, I just feel like it's, I just feel like it's in the wrong city. And there, there was, there's been some clamoring for a last minute venue change, which is not going to happen. Folks, Why? Feel like they fo- folks feel like that the the uh, final Big Twelve or Big Ten, excuse me, Pac twelve Big Ten matchup should be played at the Rose Bowl now. I don't necessarily agree with that, that that this game should have been played at the Rose Bowl because um, they would have wanted it to, to kick at 4 o'clock in the afternoon so the sun could set on the San Gabriel Mountains and they could have their picturesque view of the Rose Bowl, which we've I bet the Michigan folks to, didn't want that because, I mean, it would have been way closer to Washington. Right, 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 right. So anyway, I was just kind of, I, like I said, I was... I was surprised by that when I learned that it was Houston. I was like, "How did I miss that?" But then it's not—it's not like it's been highly publicized that Houston was going to host the national championship game. I don't know. It just feels like when you, in the Final Four they always have um, the name uh, in the in the logo. Yeah, of the Final Four logo mm-hmm. each each year, and it's the you know the, the road to whatever, right? Whatever, and we just don't make as big of a deal about the venue of. Where the football game is being played for the national championship game yeah. for whatever reason, and I have no issue with that. I don't think it matters. I think it, you know, it's the two fan bases that are going to provide the atmosphere and mm-hmm. the pomp and circumstances and all that. It's not the stadium itself. Yeah, well, I mean, and, relax. and you know me, I only care about the game itself. I mean, right. as long as I got a football field with two end zones and a hundred yards in between them, then I'm good. Ten, you know, ten I yards. Do. 
at a time too. Yeah, I don't off. really need the pomp and the circumstance. Yeah. And I'm I don't understand why you don't feel like Houston can have that. I don't know, it just feels I just it just it just it's just such a cluttered busy city. So some, I mean, your issue is more with just Houston, yeah. not not them hosting the game. Yeah, but just, again, they've hosted Super Bowls and know, Final Fours. I, I, I didn't say it was rational. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't say it was rational. Uh, this, Chuck, you're missing the obvious connection with the championship venue. Michigan will be playing in Houston, a.k.a. sign-stealing city. Oh. <laughs> They'll probably hide the trash cans. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of a stretch for an Astros hater there to get that. Yeah, right. Not saying not funny, but um, uh, this someone's like been the, working on their yoga this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like the only list happening so far today are the things that annoy Chuck. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't mean to, I, I don't want to be on your list of uh, Chuck annoying you, uh, but then sometimes that sometimes that happens as as well. Anyway, I just. I saw that and just kind of went, huh? That's kind of. I had like, like I said, when I heard them say that in one of the one of the games, I don't remember which one it was on Monday. I was like, oh, didn't know it was in Houston. Yeah, with Houston. What do you? And yeah. really, frankly, what I was thinking about was like, what kind of crack are you on, man? I mean, he got this wrong, and then later on realized that he was right. <laughs> and I just assume those guys know, you know, sure. Herb Street and those guys, they know what they're talking about. Right. They know their travel plans for the sure. next week. Sure. And it wasn't Herb Street. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> Tariko or somebody like that, um, you know. <laughs> and speaking of Herb Street, just one, I I find his whole dog in the broadcast booth and all around the stuff, I I find that annoying as well. I was just like, you would never take your dog on a road trip, would you? Would you demand that Winfield go on the team bus or in the in the broadcast booth at the various stadiums that you go go to? I don't demand much, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you demand. You demand excellence from your staff, and yeah. unfortunately, we rarely provide it for you. <laughs> 6.40 this morning, here on the morning drive. Uh, your thoughts, your comments, Yates Morning Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. This day in sports history is next on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with this day in sports history. Today is January the 4th, 2024. Here is Jeff McGuire. I have an overall update for you too, Chuck. Okay, great. We're down to 22 days of the calendar year that I don't have something so far. Okay, good. Now, three of them we've given up on. This is for Texas Tech Sports. Right. Three of them we have given up. Wave the white flag. Not going to find them unless something happens in the future. But we're down to 22 total days. Okay. 1942, however, seven-time National League batting champion Rogers Hornsby is the 14th player selected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Feels pretty fitting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1970, AFL Championship, Alameda County uh, County Coliseum Mm -hmm. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Oakland Raiders 17-7. to Chiefs defense forces four interceptions in the game. Daryl LaMonica, the mad bomber, was the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, number three. I mean, he just, he looked like a scoundrel. Did he look like a scoundrel, or did he just play for the Raiders? Well, a little bit of... I think the two go hand-in-hand. Column A and column B. Uh, 1976, 
at the for the NFC Championship in the uh, L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Dallas Cowboys beat the Rams 37-7. to mm-hmm. That team could win on the road. <laughs> 1986, NCAA basketball's David Robinson blocks a record 14 shots. The Admiral. In 2000, a day after accepting the head coaching position of the New York Jets, Bill Belichick resigns and moves to the New England Patriots. The the 30 for 30 and the video on that is is just it's fantastic. 2010 in the 39th Fiesta Bowl. Number 6 Boise State beats number 3 TCU 17 to 10. And in 2020, Jemias Ramsey scored 18 points. TJ Holyfield went for 17 and 7 rebounds mm-hmm. to help the number 22 Texas Tech Red Raiders to an 85 to 50 win over Oklahoma State. It is National Spaghetti Day. Mm, well, it's a good day. How about that? We had we had spaghetti the other night. Had uh, some leftovers last night after the after the Lady Rita game. Should have waited until today. Maybe I'll have some more leftovers today. Maybe spaghetti. I lo- you like the you're a fan of the spaghetti, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, big time. Couple of really big birthdays today for us. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to one of the smartest people that works here. Garrett Luft turns forty one. He, he is. Mm, a, I saw that latter video. I said one of. I didn't. Yeah, think he I don't know. That he may have lost that title. He is uh, forty-one, trapped in a sixty-one-year-old's body. I mean, he. he I mean, he is. The, the, he's got the mind of a seasoned person, um, and that's a compliment. No, another one of our forty-one-year-old trapped in the mind of a sixty-one-year-old's body. I don't think he looks anywhere close to sixty. No, no, no. But I mean, I, okay. well, I guess I'm not I entirely saying. sure he looks close to forty-one. I guess. Yeah. Like, I guess really what I was, what could be better said is he is way mature beyond his yeah. age. Yeah. I think you are closer to being tra- trapped in a 61 year old body. <laughs> yes, he's more mature yeah. than the rest of us. He, he was born old. How about that? <laughs> he was born old. Also celebrating a birthday today, one of our favorites, Davis Martin, turns 27 today. Nice. He's, is he, he's done pitching, right? No. No. Is he, is he's he, coming no. off of Tommy John surgery. Okay. Right now, is he still done. with your White Sox? He's still on the White Sox because okay. they haven't traded him yet. Man. Oh, Chuck had him retired. Gosh. <laughs> 27. Well, I, Gosh. I knew he had some arm challenges. I just didn't know if he was still playing or not. Well, all pitchers do. True. Also, uh, happy birthday to Chris Bryant, who's 32. Victor Weminyama is 20. Derek Henry, 30. And Scott Frost is 49. And on this day in 1982, President Ronald Reagan signs off on a top-secret document, the National Security Decision Directive 17, the NSDD 17, which gives the CIA the power to recruit and support a 500-man force of Nicaraguan wet rebels to conduct covert actions against the leftist Sandinista regime in Nicaragua. A budget of $19 million was established for the purpose NSDD-17 marked the beginning of the official U.S. support of the so-called Contras. Yeah. Well, Oliver North came to me and said, we got to get these bad guys. And that is the Stansport's history. 
Uh, Shelly says this. God, I'm older than left. I know. I know. I, he, and he, there's a lot of times on the Double T 97.3 Coors Light postgame show that uh, he acts the most mature in the room. I've been in that room. You know, I was say, room I mean, you're room. there also. I mean, it's it's not a high bar. No, it's not. It's not a high bar. <laughs> uh, Listen, I'm an adult mm-hmm. because I pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I go to work every morning. I do adult things, yeah. which is why I get adult privileges. Right. I am not mature. I don't even pretend. Yeah. Uh, Bullfighter says this, forgot I shared a birthday with some legendary people. Is it the Bullfighter's birthday today? If so, happy bull- birthday, Clear, Bullfighter. Clearly, I think it is. We need to, well, you need to put that in your Rolodex. Yeah, put of that in there. C- celebrity birthday. Do you know how many... Li- <laughs> yes, we want, right. them. we want them all. We want, Everybody yeah. email Jeff your birthday. Yeah, put them in there. Put, put them in there. there. Uh, this, uh, this from the Dallas Morning News this morning. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have uh, agreed to a practice deal with former Red Raider running back Sir Roderick Thompson. He had uh, spent some time with the Seattle Seahawks in a similar role and also had had appeared in at least a game. So they've signed him along with linebacker Damian Wilson and wide receiver Racy McMath. Uh, Racy. That's Racy. a good name for a wide receiver. Yeah, right. And then uh, two people, according to uh, this article, close to the situation said that Offensive tackle Lyle Collins is expected to sign today. I thought he had already signed, but... I feel like they had already agreed to terms or yeah. agreed to sign. Maybe today is just the official yeah. signing. Uh, and this, this for those that are on the Cowboy practice squad, anybody the Cowboys release from the practice squad will still receive payment for the week, okay? Just to get your compensation for this. Just so you know. For, just so you know. Just so you know. So, yeah, Sir Roderick Thompson, he is a Dallas Cowboy. 655 this morning here on Lubbock Sports Station, double T 973 and double T 973.com. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, <laughs> thought I, it was just the music in my ears that I was hearing. I'm sorry. <laughs> we will have See, a, some people cross off their calendar way early because mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't wait till Friday. There are other people that mm-hmm. uh, may may or may not work in this building, Jamie. Just they cross off the entire section of a show because yeah. they want to go get coffee in the break room. No, it's just muscle memory. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll have Red Raider basketball <laughs> with Grant McCaslin tonight at 6 o'clock on this fine radio station. <clears throat> and we'll have... Uh, <laughs> fine, fine, fine radio station. <laughs> highly highly, highly tuned. Highly, highly produced. Right. That'll be from 6 until 7. Tomorrow night, it's uh, high school basketball. The Friendship Girls play at San Angelo, among the games that we'll have on the air for you tomorrow. All right? It all continues. It all continues next after Sports Center. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie Lynn, Jeff McGuire, and Chuck Hines. We'll have uh, our first edition of Red Raider Basketball with Grant McCaslin tonight. That'll be at uh, 6 o'clock this evening here on Double T 97.3. So uh, your chance to hear from the head basketball coach of Texas Tech University. That'll be from 6 to 7. Red Raiders are 11-2 and two on the season. They'll open up conference play on Saturday night. They'll take on Texas down in Austin. Uh, this program uh, will also feature tonight Joe Toussaint and assistant coach Matt Brower. Okay. 
Okay. So that'll be uh, tonight from 6 until 7. Your humble host is Jeff Hexton. Boy, this is a tough question off the chat line. UT has now smoked football and women's basketball. Yeah, Bad woman be... for men's basketball on Saturday. Eesh. We did have that game-winning header in soccer. <laughs> yeah, right. Although they... <laughs> right. So it was that. Let's see, if I'm if I'm Grant McCaslin, he'd say, yeah. yeah, I just looked at my roster. None of my guys played in those games. <laughs> right totally fair totally fair but it's also totally it's a, fair to say is that a bad omen this is also is that the guy that says that tech football can't be you know oklahoma state on any given day because they lost to him on that day 37 years ago oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a certain uniform <clears throat> i've been known to bring those stats up yes <laughs> <laughs> Or the fact that you lost a slippery rock in like 1939 or whatever. I'm going to start asking the sports information department to not put that stuff on there. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll make a resolution this year, Jamie. Maybe I'll make a resolution this year that uh, I will not lament um, the historical aspect of the of the days during Optimum Game Day Live, and I will not give you the uniform record. Okay. Uh, it feels like it's kind of become fun. Okay. <laughs> it feels like it's, it's kind, kind of, of become, our shtick. Kind of become fun. It's, um, our, it's ours. You know, we kind of yeah. own it, right? Okay. Well, I mean, I. it's kind of mine. We're the I, show that gives the useless information. <laughs> hey, just. Won't affect the game. Just trying to, just trying to, you know, give Claude and Maude and. You know, Sam and, and Gert, you know, a little extra info as they're, as they're coming to the ball game so they can mm-hmm. tell Jennifer and uh, Steve, you know, what's going on down there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that the, the, everybody can be just a little bit more informed mm-hmm. when, they walk into the, when they walk into the stadium. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to give them just a little, little tidbits of information. Um, yeah, it doesn't make you feel real good, does it? <laughs> you know, about Saturday, but... Like like I said, none of those guys played in that football game or that women's hoops game last night. That that was just that was really disappointing last night. Um in 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 how that you played and how that you were dominated and how that you just couldn't make a game of it. Um if you did I mean all the things that, that happened last night were all things that I was concerned about. The the offensive rebounding of Texas the second chance points of Texas, the pressure that they were going to put on you, could you could you handle that uh, and respond to that, and um, and then the the points off turnovers and the second chance points, all all those things were all things that were like things that you were concerned about. You know, the interesting thing, or maybe one of the more disappointing things about to me last night was, well, first off, I, I've been really worried about the. I mean, the rebounding and the, mm-hmm. you know, the interior stuff. I mean, sure. you've played a small lineup because you're just, you're not able to get anything out of your base. Mm-hmm. And so you're playing a small lineup. And I love Kyla Freelon's game, but I, I just don't think that she can, by herself, you know, handle all the bigs that she's going to have to deal with in this conference. And again, I, I want to, to, to everybody to take into account that Texas is probably going to have more depth in the inside than any team in the conference. Maybe yeah. Baylor would compete with them, and I know K-State's got their great player, but 
it just they just brought in waves and waves and waves of yeah. players, including one who used to play for you, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- one of the things that was really disappointing to me last night is it felt like a lot of your turnovers were not, um, you know, forced turnovers with their press. It it was you in the half court just trying to do too much. Yeah. I mean, how many backdoor cuts, how many turnovers did we see off a backdoor cut where the pass was thrown badly behind them or, or it just wasn't there or you just, and they were forcing it. I, I'm seriously, I bet they turned the ball over six times trying to throw backdoor cuts too far out front, too far behind. It, it just wasn't there. And to me that, that was a team that was sped up and panicked and just not, you know, got punched in the mouth and just wasn't able to respond and then just, I don't know, got away from their game. And so that, to me, was the, there was not a calming influence on the floor mm-hmm. um, that was like, hey, we're good, we're, we're all right. And it just felt like those were unforced turnovers, in my opinion, that just were, again, you were, you, I, I don't know if, so part of the deal is this, is that Texas is, has no respect for your inside game, none whatsoever. Okay, none whatsoever. So where are all their guards playing? They're playing tight on the outside. That's why that's why Jada Wynn and all the other girls weren't able to get a bunch of open threes. Okay, because mm-hmm. they have no respect. Yeah, they kept pushing you further and further and no, further out. No respect yep. for you throwing the ball into the post. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their defense, they're extending their defense out to the three-point line even beyond at certain points. Okay, so you're going, okay, so what are we supposed to do? Any basketball player knows. What are we supposed to do if they're overplaying us on the outside? Backdoor cut. Backdoor cut. And you were terrible at handling it. Yeah. Just terrible. Again, I bet there were six or seven turnovers on backdoor cuts. And, I, I mean, that was... that. You just couldn't handle the basketball either. I mean, it just it seemed like you were just all thumbs. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I, I Coach Gerlich, I think, has done a great job with bringing in more talent. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you're, you're looking at four sophomores right now that you have that you're playing... Big minutes that you can build around, but there just still has to be more depth. Still yeah. have to be more depth. Need some I mean, size too. You couldn't, um, you couldn't drive on them. They would hedge high, and you couldn't get around them. Um, they just have no uh, concerns with you um, throwing the ball into the post, and so and so it just allowed their defense to be just really frenetic and frantic on the outside, and and make it difficult for your guards. Uh, this from the Ace Flooring Center chat line. I, I agree with this. Um, and uh, she came in and hit a couple of threes, but it, it didn't it didn't matter. But it seemed like uh, Riley McKinney and her energy came in a little too late. That was a horrible game to watch last night. Yeah. Uh, and I thought... I, I mean, I, Riley's been, I mean, a darn near no-show for most of the I season. Know. So yeah. it was nice to see her knock down a couple of shots. And then she came in and she kind of directed traffic a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, she had a little bit of a calming influence. Um so it just um, like 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 this person said, it was too little, too late. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Hot Dogs wants to know how many Gertz attend the average game. I don't know. Gertz. I'll I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll get with the uh, I'll get with the uh, ticket it, office. Doesn't a Gertz sound like like a a thing you a number of measure a measurement. A gert? How many girts? So how many girts in a how many girts in a gallon? Or how many how many, many girts? <laughs> a form of a measurement, right? Yeah, form of a measurement. How many girts? How many girts in how many girts <laughs> in a gallon? You know, uh, or in a foot, or in a you know, in a ton, or I don't know. 
Uh, somebody says this off the Yates Flooring Center chat line. They look scared. Yeah, I mean they they were. I don't know about scared, but they were. They certainly, they certainly got. They certainly, they 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 got intimidated last night. I mean it, and they they got dominated last night, and then they just they 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 stopped. There were times when I felt like, okay, they're going to foul you. All right, they're going to foul you. So just drive drive to the hoop. Just go north and south, because they're going to foul you. But you get to the top of the key, top of the three-point line, and stop. And then they kept pushing you further and further and further out. And then you couldn't throw a bounce pass in the lane to save your soul, because Texas was just, they're just too big. They're too long, too athletic. Um, they, they, they knew exactly where they were supposed to be, and... And and they probably came in a little angry uh, because they got beat by Baylor uh, at home, and so they probably had they've had that opportunity to grieve a little bit for their loss of Harmon and <laughs> and uh, Taylor Jones, and probably came in with a chip on their shoulder, and and they they seized your arena and took it, and you know they made it all happen last night, and like I said, the the disappointing thing for me was that you just it just wasn't competitive last night at, at all that was unfortunate the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 is presented by cantex roofing and construction time now for jamie's question of the day on lubbock sports station double t 97.3 okay gentlemen you can choose to be positive you can choose to be negative mm. you can choose to be funny you can choose to be serious you can choose any of those things Okay. It is that time of the year where we all make our New Year's resolutions. Okay. okay. We're actually a little late, about a week late. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I want you each to make two New Year's resolutions if you were Joey McGuire. If you were Joey McGuire. Okay. Like would... never accept a jacket from a radio guy. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pick it out. Okay. I just... <laughs> Followed through on what I said I was going to do. <laughs> right? I just, you know. So if you were making two resolutions mm-hmm. and you were Joey McGuire, what would they be? Hmm. Like, hey, don't ever climb a ladder to into the sky again. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I, I, think, I think one resolution would be while I want him to be positive and upbeat and gregarious and outgoing, just kind of tap the brakes on the expectations for uh, the season just just because uh, it be, it got out of control and we as all fans, et cetera, et cetera, got caught up in the wave and uh, to the point where we weren't going to accept nine wins, you know, before the start of the season. And... Um, or even even ten, you know. Who um, was saying no to nine wins? I think all of us were saying no to eight. Eight was eight. Where we were like, yeah, I like your chances for nine. Yeah, this thing this thing could probably win eight, but mm-hmm. I, I like your chances for nine. Anyway, why just, we wouldn't just take eight. Tap the brakes just to scosh on. Only the... one of us said we'd start eleven and zero. <laughs> I got caught up in the wave. <laughs> I got caught up in the wave. Tidal wave, apparently. Yeah, tidal, tidal wave, and then it became a tsunami, and and that was tsunamis are never are never good. Um, I think the uh, 
I think the other thing that I would that I would like to say to him is um, make a resolution to use my gut more than the book of analytics and um, and and tap the brakes on going for it from my own thirty yard line on fourth and whatever. Those are two things for me. Resolution number one: cameras out of the locker room. That's for us. You guys want to talk to me on the field? You want to see me in a press conference? That's great. When I'm cheering with my team and celebrating with my team, that's for us. And you realize he has control of that. Those are Hence those are why it's his resolution. Those are Texas Tech's sure cameras. Yeah. Cameras out of the locker room. Mm-hmm. This is for us. You want to see us celebrating on the field? I'm all for it. This is for us. Number two, I will never again say that our offensive line will be our strength of our team until we can push another team across the field in one play because that's how good they are. They can be improved. Mm-hmm. I can like where they're at. They're never going to be our strength of a team verbally until they physically move a mountain because that's where part of our problem started. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with um, Joy McGuire's going to say, and I, I don't, I'm fully admitting these may be things he's already saying to himself. Okay? This recruiting class, I'm 100% focused on offensive linemen. 100% focused on offensive line. That is my main priority. Offensive line in the next recruiting class. Okay, I just think you need to get better there. Mm-hmm. I think you need to improve the numbers there. Um, that to me, it feels like we have a good group of skill position players coming through. You know what we already have, guys that are added to the mix. But we got to get better on that offensive line if we're going to get back to being a a great offensive team again. So that's first. Okay, mm-hmm. offensive line focus priority whatever. And again, that may already be the case. I don't know. Okay, and. Number two, he's already said this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it for him. Okay, um, figure out what you do well, faster, and do it more. Okay, figure out what it shouldn't have taken four weeks to figure out you were best at running the ball yeah. with Tosh Brooks. You got to figure that out in the spring or the fall. Yeah, yeah, way before the first game. Now, in coach's defense. He said, I watched us in the spring, I watched us in fall camp, and I thought we were going to be able to sling it around the yard and be mm-hmm. really good in the passing game and um, <clears throat> use the running game when when we needed to. And, you know, that was clearly a swing and a miss, just like I think the offensive line is going to be a strength of ours. Mm-hmm. Also a swing and a miss. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the, at so, least the running game, I mean, they did a good job of, of opening up holes for the running game, the, the offensive line did. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't a total failure. No, I would I would I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But um, I just I just think those are two again. They may be things that he's already said. One of them I know he has, and mm-hmm. he may be saying the same thing about next year's class. Hey, we got to focus on offensive line. That has to be our number one priority. All those things. But those are to my my two resolutions. I, I'll say this. Okay, first about one of Jeff's. Okay, the cameras in the locker room thing. We had this conversation one day. I don't remember if you were here or not, Chuck. Um, cameras in the locker room is okay. I, I, I think there should be time when it's the coach and his players, right? There is that that length of time, whatever it is, five minutes after a game, where it's just them. 
where it's real, okay? And it's just them. If you want to bring the cameras in after that, okay, as part of the celebration, that's fine to hype mm -hmm. up your program and to sell your program and all that. But I, I think there should be something sacred and special about those moments with coaches and players and your camera shouldn't be in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if I think you have a, a five minute cool down, that gives you that opportunity for the coach to have that conversation. Yeah. And because I also think that a lot of the stuff that we see on camera from coaches is them playing to the cameras. Okay. So mm -hmm. like give them their real stuff and then we'll do the, here's what we got to do social media wise. Okay. Separate those two things. The hype thing that you brought up at the beginning, I, I just don't know what people expected him to say. I, I mean, okay, so maybe maybe like him saying, I think we're two touchdowns better than last year's team. M maybe he shouldn't say that, but I think he believed it. Oh, yeah, you I know, think he I believed everything that he said. And again, the he, offensive line. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't want him to drag around town going to these luncheons and be like, I, I don't know, I think we might be all right. We'll we'll see. I'm a little nervous. You know, um, um, yeah, if we can do this, maybe, maybe we'll get to a bowl. I mean, I don't know what we expect. No, but there's a happy medium, too, between that, the that's two. F that's fair. I, I said just, I just where said. Did, where did he go overboard? I, again, I think he said things that were he believed that oh, turned sure. to be wrong. Yeah. Okay, where they mis-evaluated mm -hmm. or guys didn't perform yeah. like he expected that, them to, some of that too. to perform, mm -hmm. a.k.a. the quarterback position. Yeah. Okay? Um, I, I mean... I, like I said, it just... just it was just a, just a bit. I mean, and, and look, and I loved it. I loved the enthusiasm. I love what he's saying. I just... And maybe we as, maybe we as fans have to just not take it to the next level beyond what he already says. Because I think there was some of that, too. I think we all got caught up in the... He, he was saying what we wanted to hear. Yeah, right. And it became a runaway train. It became... And then after the... I mean, what would we say if he went into one of these kickoff luncheons or breakfasts and be like, eh, you know, if we can stay healthy, I, I think we can be a 500 right. team. We'd be like, what? Okay. What would we say after a recruiting day where he was like... Yeah, we got some guys. We think they can play. <laughs> okay, that's I the mean, pendulum swing completely Chuck's favorite the saying other way. Is, is that we hear the, all the media members say, they really like this guy. They really like her. <laughs> I mean, who brings a kid and they don't really like? Right, okay, okay, but that's also the pendulum swinging completely the other way. There's a giant middle ground of the, I mean, listen, that's, we've got to replace a starting quarterback this year. We've got to get our offensive line going in the right direction. <clears throat> we've got a ton of leadership on defense that we're trying to figure out, and we think we've got some answers for it. And we're excited about the guys in these opportunities. And our offensive line is going to get better because they've got to get better. And they've improved in the offseason and done all these things. But he has also said there's that a, he believes a, what he says, too. All of that can be said mm -hmm. and be that giant middle ground where you can still be excited about what you've got, but also not looking at your team thinking they're going to win the Super Bowl and then lose six games. Well, he didn't say they were going to win the Super Bowl. He didn't. I mean... Did any of us not believe that we could compete for a Big 12 championship? For to no, be in the Big we 12 all, title? No, we all, we all, all it. believed it. Yeah. Sure. It's not his fault that we believed it. We looked at what you had returning. Yeah. Okay? We looked at the rest of the conference. We felt like you had a legit shot. And I thought you did. You just didn't perform. Period. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning, as we do every morning, from the First United Bank studio and all throughout the day today as well. 
We look forward to hearing from you again on the Yates Flooring Center chat line and also on the Visual Edge IT hotline. We'll have Roadrunner Basketball with Grant McCaslin tonight. That's at 6 o'clock from 6 until 7. Uh, Red Raider Joe Toussaint will join the program as well. Jeff Haxton is the humble host. And that'll be again tonight from 6 until 7. Red Raiders are in action on Saturday night. They'll take on Texas down in Austin. If you had a question for uh, Grant McCaslin, what would your what would your question be tonight? What would you? What's a something you really want to know? Something I really want to know. Um, I would probably ask him about Robert Jennings' progress. Okay. And where he feels he is, and does he feel like he's um, gonna earn himself even more time? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Do you have anything for Coach McCaslin tonight? I really don't yet. I mean, I don't know what to ask yet about this team. Uh, the, they're trending in the right direction. You haven't played anybody. Uh, and you could make the argument the two teams you played with the Pulse didn't look great against. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've also seen signs of improvement since then. So I, I'm, I'm not banging on the team yet. I'm just sitting back watching, which is better than where I thought we'd be when we were getting ready for this team at the end of last season. I didn't think he looked that bad against Butler. He lost that game, but mm-hmm. on the road, your only real road game, I, th- I thought you looked pretty good against him still, even though you lost. Do you feel like, you know, we, we talked about this with, with football, um, how it took a while for them to understand or recognize or play to their, their strength. Um, do you do you feel like this? T- you have the identity of this team down yet? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was a. That wasn't difficult to figure out. That the, the identity is this of this team is, Toussaint and Pop Isaacs. Mm-hmm. Toussaint driving and kind of being the heart and soul, and Isaac shooting from outside. And the sharing of the ball as well. I mean, they've, they've been done a really good job done of that. Done a great, great job with that. Yeah. Really good yeah. job. Okay. Uh, uh, this from Albert. He says, forgive me if I'm late to the conversation, but can someone answer this question? Did Drew, Drew Steffi leave the program? Well, he's no longer with the team right now. He's with his family. Um, so that's... And, and you asked me what question I would like to ask. I'm being a realist. I don't think you're going to get anything more from Coach McCaslin. Two people on the chat line, you're absolutely right. That would be the question. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to say anything more than he's already said. Than he's already said, yeah. At this point. Yeah. He's he's not with us. He's uh, he's welcome back. He's welcome back. He's yeah. not with us right now. He's not with us right now. Dealing with a family personal issue. Yeah. 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 Uh, this... Um, Saw the boys in the boat yesterday. I highly recommend it. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's a movie. Oh, oh, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Okay. Looks really good. Is that is that something you would you would? Uh... No, I wouldn't pay to go to a theater and watch it. Okay. It's been It'd a while. Too cheap for that. <laughs> It'll come out on something sooner or later. Okay. Something I'm already paying for. I'm sure. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it looks really good. Okay. Uh, somebody says this wish we could have had a tougher non-conference schedule for men's basketball <clears throat> yeah. yeah I do too and I would say that for women's basketball too and mm-hmm. uh, I would say I would like for some of those tougher games to be at mm-hmm. home yeah right all, all those all those things but that's just 
that's not the reality of uh, of what you have right now when it comes to when it comes to basketball. Unfortunately, um, this from the Eighth Flooring Center chat line. Grant, this is Coach McCaslin. Stop the free fall from last year, but he's not going to get you back to a national championship game like before. To get if to get back to that, then when do you hire a coach that can get you back there? Well, wh- how do you know that he can? He's only been here wow. a handful of months. It's impressive. He can see the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready to say one way or the other on that. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at his if you look at his resume, uh, he's gotten teams to that level whether it's junior college or even what he did with north texas last year you can say well it's with the nit diff- it's a different level it's though. a different level there's no question about it but um he's proven that he can win yeah and he's proven to be a good coach and yeah there are a lot of coaches out there that didn't have a national championship mm-hmm. until they won a national championships <laughs> right right <laughs> so, and let's so, let's just I mean, stop. let's give him some time Let's also just not bypass that he stopped the free fall. Yeah. That's not easy to do in college sports. Yeah. It's in, it's really, really hard to improve your life mm-hmm. in, in college athletics. Mm-hmm. you got to recruit better. Those players have to develop. You have to get going. It is so easy to fall off the face of the earth. Yeah, but I would tell you right now in basketball, it's the easiest time to ever do that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because but every it, year you're starting, everybody's starting over again, it feels like. But it's... It, you still have to turn that sure. tide. And I think and he's done a great job with he that. He should be getting given credit yeah. for it. Let's just not like bypass it like, oh, well, it's just a thing. No, you were ready well, to burn the building down. Yeah, if I'm giving Grant McCaslin a grade so far, like since the day he was hired till now, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely in an a, at an A. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm not going to say A+, plus, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say A. Feels like you've kind of righted the ship a little bit. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. With what were my expectations were, you're right there. Yeah. Uh, washed up guy offers this advice. I'm I'm probably not going to take it, but he offers this advice. Read the book, Boys in the Boat, before you see the movie. Okay. Uh-huh. How thick's the book? <laughs> I'm looking that up right now. <laughs> How many pictures are there? How many pictures are there? I mean, I'm struggling, man. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm, str- I'm, I'm I'm still, I, I got a couple different, I think I got two or three books that I've kind of, that I'm still trying to read on planes that I, I read a few pages and I start to fall asleep. So. See, it sounds like you need to pick better books. Well, I mean, these are compelling books that I am interested in. Don't seem very compelled if you're falling well, well, asleep. Well, I know, but I mean, but I mean, I just. I can't do I'm anything like, but sleep almost on a plane. I just kind of man. As soon as I take off, man, mm-hmm. I am dozing. I don't care if I really twelve yeah. hours of sleep the, the yeah. night before. Every flight, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Sit in the seat, seven minutes out. Out. Wake up, yeah. touchdown, back up, let's go. Yeah. I don't know what it is about flying. Damn. There's something with the air so, pressure or something. something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was on a flight the other night, and when we landed, it was like. I mean, it was like the guy. It's like the guy didn't realize that we were landing. It was like, boom! I mean, it's like, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" It's like, did you know the runway was there? Did you see it? I think it always feels that way if you're not paying attention. Four hundred. Like you, the passenger, is not paying attention. It yeah. feels like, man, that was a rough landing. But if you know <laughs> it's coming, 
it's not. I, well, I mean, it was it was it was hard. I mean, it was it kind mm -hmm. of it, it rattled the masses a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, according to the website you buy everything on, yeah, uh, four hundred and four pages. That's more. That's more than I'm interested. It's about in. four hundred too long for Chuck. <laughs> This from the Yates Morning Center chat line. Coach has done a great job so far with what talent he has. Everyone knows we're at least one big man short. So Big 12 will be a gauntlet hoping for a 500 record in the Big 12. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Yeah, yeah I, think you're, I think you're spot spot on. You can get okay. the paperback for like 13 bucks though. So okay. there you go. And I'm not into the audio uh, books. I just can't. Maybe it could be your New Year's resolution to read a book. Read a book. A audio book. books are great for road trips. Mm-hmm. Because it's someone talking to you the whole time. Yeah, I, I also do not need that. I, I don't pay attention to those. I have zero desire. To I got too many to people talking audio. to me during the day. I don't need it yeah. from my car. Yeah, you just need a little peace and quiet, right? Or '80s music. This has been the Morning Drive podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T ninety seven three dot com.